doing, everybody? Welcome to the Duly Noted Podcast. My name is Jonathan. I'm here with my man, Timothy. Yes, sir. And today, we are talking about Dua Lipa, which I, there's, there's a little disclaimer I have to put at the beginning of this podcast. That's true. Break the bad news, too. The bad news is that we recorded this podcast, and when we took it into editing, the audio files had disappeared. And so we lost the first run through of this podcast. So all that to say, I'll be referencing things that we most, the only time this is ever going to matter is in our top five list, because I'm going to be clowning Timothy for his old (laughs) top five list. (laughs) And that's going to be it. But uh, other than that, it'll be, so anyway, uh, I know you're thinking you're going to get recycled. We're not excited about this, but you're wrong. This is the most excited for a podcast I've been yet. And this is take two because for you guys, I deep dove for music again. And my fandom was already very high, and now it is just like, it's just, I don't even know the levels, the depths, but basically, I am the biggest Dua Lipa fan you know. <laughs> yeah, we talked about this, we, we touched on this the first time, but um, I personally, I went into listening to her music, so we talk about, we every time we do a podcast, we listen through all the artist's music, Yeah, um, right. obviously, because otherwise, how would we know? Um, but anyway, as I was listening through Dua Lipa's music, basically all I'd heard was like "Don't Stop Now" and "New Rules," um, and I was like, you know what? Like they're good, but like I don't know if I'd really, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not sure if I vibe with this artist. Sure, sure. But then as I was listening to her albums and like listening through it all together, I mean, I'm now a huge Dua Lipa fan. Yeah, and like oh, I, God. I, like I just love her music. <laughs> it's so and so good. I, I totally understand the hype. You know, my my mind completely changed. But yeah. uh, let me let me talk about how we're gonna how we're gonna do the podcast. So. Um, we'll have a little introduction, a little history on the on the artist, talk about how they got started, that kind of thing. Um, then I'll I'll talk about the albums specifically. We'll go into each one, um, talk a little bit about it, you know, where it peaked on the charts and the awards that it won and that kind of thing. Um, we'll talk about our personal top five songs. We'll talk about our favorite album between the two of us. Uh, we'll go through some questions about the artist slash general discussion yeah, yeah um about things like that and then uh i'll i'll talk about the awards that she's won and then we'll talk about our best artists where she'll be in our best artists of all time rankings which we'll get to at the end so go ahead talk about oh, us how, how dua lipa got started i'm excited you guys <laughs> okay so anyway so dua lipa she is t- british she was born in britain from albanian parents who then they moved from london england they moved back to albania when she was like seven Duleepa just won't feel it. She's like, this is not where I launch my future superstardom career, which, right, you were. <laughs> she, she moves back to London. She's like 12. She becomes a model for a little bit, does some things, kind of doing music off and on. 16, she's like bump modeling. I am the next great female artist. Again, you were correct. And she launches her field well music career. At least her first album. Is this what you want to talk about her first album now? You want yeah, to- so her first album she released on June 2nd, 2017. How old was she when she released it? I think she was 18. 18? Okay. So, yeah, June 2nd, 2017, uh, came out. She had a couple singles that came from this album. Um, notably, <laughs> Blow Your Mind was number was one of them. Uh, that was her first Hot 100 entry in the Billboard Hot 100. Uh, and it also it peaked at number 72. Uh, and then, of course, New Rules, which mm. was the most successful single from the album, peaked at number 6 on the Hot 100 and was on the number 1 on the UK singles chart. And is, as of right now, uh, the fifth most streamed song by a female artist on Spotify with 1.5 yeah. billion streams. And the album is the most streamed album, album by a female by artist a female, on yep. Spotify. 
Very impressive stuff. So uh, her first album, obviously self-titled, just called Dua Lipa. Um, it peaked on number 27 on the Billboard 200 and it ended up at the end of the year on 2018 on the yearly chart at number 53. Mm. It is triple platinum in two countries, double platinum in four countries, platinum in three countries, including the United States, and gold in six countries. Now, that's pretty impressive considering it's only been, what, three years? Yeah, three years. Three years? <laughs> yeah, I mean... I. I've, the streaming numbers are streaming incredible, numbers are crazy, and like New Rules just has whatever. Her music video for New Rules on YouTube was the she was the youngest female artist to reach a billion views on that music video. Wow, I think we said it was the first. The track became the first spin record forty five weeks on the Billboard Pop yep. song chart. That's I mean, out the gate, boy. Yeah, first <laughs> album like just <laughs> just came out swinging. I know it's incredible. New rules is it's good. I was gonna say, oh, we didn't talk about when she was a model. I, I forgot to bring this up. Skip she, right over. She stopped being a model because a manager where she was modeling told her to lose weight. Mm. Yeah, death. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hope he lives a long, successful life, but <clears throat> that man's a fool. His, and her was song, it a man? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. That's not, that's not a good look. Which I feel like you can see the reflection of that time in her music now. Oh, absolutely. But blow your mind on her first album specifically was written in like response to that mm. happening in her life. So she needs to lose weight to be a bigger model. She decided to become a pop sensation instead. I mean, what I a, think she made the right choice. I do too. What a great decision. <laughs> what an excellent decision. So um, Future Nostalgia then came out on March 27th of 2020. So talk a little bit about how Future Nostalgia ended up coming to light. So Future Nostalgia, it got leaked online early right. before she wanted to release it because she was going to, as you've listened to the album, it's very much more like festival music, yep. club, club music. music. Yep. You know, so like February and March at that time when COVID was just, you know, really coming out the gate when we were all sitting at home was not the perfect time for Future Nostalgia. It was not. But it was perfect time for me, apparently. But for most times, <laughs> it's just like, that's not just when you release this type of album. But it got leaked online. So she, after, after it was online for like five, six days, she just went ahead and released it, put it out yeah. there to the, to the people. Yeah, so it wasn't released how she wanted it to be released, um, which is unfortunate. But I, I, but I feel like it's worked out for her. I though. think, yeah, I mean, I think it's worked out fine. I just, I, I feel like, I don't know, it's speculation, but I, I don't know how much better it would have been received if, you know, it was in the spring before summer festival time and you know club and i just i don't know that's true i mean yeah it's pure speculation obviously but i don't know how much better it could have done not that it didn't do well because i'll talk about it but uh you know it's done just... amazing but you're right i do think there would be like a sense of we can talk about this later but like without tiktok i don't her music probably wouldn't be like as mainstream as it is on this album I don't yeah because people just wouldn't be going this is i mean it's like perfect like I think like college age kids going to parties and stuff like this is the perfect music for that. Right, exactly. So I think it would be whatever. It would just have that effect and it would just kind of seep into people's minds just from being just like osmosis, like just being around it and always being on at the club, yeah. on the parties, whatever. Yeah, I mean, that's how I know basically all the songs from 2010 to 2014. Exactly. Was like <laughs> randomly hearing it at, you know, random places in high school. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, Future Nostalgia, as I said, came out March 27th. Um, Don't Start Now was one of the big singles from that album. One of the first, the first top three song on the Billboard Hot 100 that she released. Um, so that was a big deal. Um, Break My Heart also peaked at number 13 on the Billboard charts. And Physical was her ninth appearance on the Billboard charts. Dang. First song. Awesome. So for the hours. Hot 100. 
So it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, especially on your second album. I mean, right. if you could have nine bangers, <laughs> like that's just, that's crazy. Um, it was at the top of the UK albums chart for four non-consecutive weeks. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah. And she, she took the UK by storm for sure. Um, and it ended up being number four, number four, I'm sorry, on the Billboard 200. And that's where it peaked. Okay. Um, it ended up being at the top of the charts in 13 countries and reached the top 10 in 31 countries. So very popular album. Yeah. The certificate right now, it's only certified double platinum in Brazil and gold in three other countries. But again, it's only been what? Six months, seven months. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, you know, it's hard to do certifications now. It's a little, little early for that. Oh, it's coming though. I mean, it is, it's absolutely coming. So, uh, let's skip ahead a little bit and then we'll, we'll come back. So you mentioned okay. TikTok. Okay. And, and you know, the role of, of TikTok in music today. Go ahead and we'll yeah, talk yeah. about that a little bit. I mean, I just think we kind of, we talked about it the first podcast, LOL, that we did. But just kind of the ability of making a song that has like a great 15 to 30 seconds where either you can use it to make a joke or it's very easy to choreograph dance to. And her music is like perfect for both of those things. She's been... As we as we look at TikTok's effect on music, she's got to be the first really big winner, I think, as just someone whose career not change has changed, but like it hit new heights sooner because of TikTok's ability to like put her music out there. Just like I mean, how many freaking TikToks did you see? The did a full one eighty, you know yeah, what I'm talking so about? So many, so many. Like I saw freaking grandparents doing TikToks doing that song. Yes, I know they don't know who Dua Lipa is or who that song is, but them and their friends of. The 60 plus know the 15 seconds of her music. And I think that's like, that's, that makes her a bigger star. Yeah. Already, even though like chart wise, her numbers are, her numbers are very good, but they're not, I don't know. I don't think they're otherworldly yet. Yeah. No, I don't think so yet. But I mean, that's again, this is only her second album. Oh, I know. I mean, I know, but, and I mean, I just, I think she's had a great, incredible start oh. to her career. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, no question. Um, but I think, yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with you. I think that TikTok is like the, I don't want to say like the new YouTube, but you know, like we went through a period of time where a bunch of people were getting discovered and famous on YouTube. Yeah. And now I think people are getting not, not necessarily discovered, although some people are Yeah, like the kid who lives a couple minutes away from us Yeah, who released that song on TikTok and I'm blanking on the name of it right now. Uh, stunning. Stunning. Yes. And he released that song on TikTok and, uh, you know, now he's... Out here making music. Right. I mean, yeah. Solely from TikTok, like a TikTok song. I know. That's become viral. And so, yeah, you know, look at like those... look at like Roxanne or whatever, that song. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, exactly. that song is fine. It's good, but it's not. I mean, it was huge for like yeah, two months. Huge. It was huge. And that 100% just had to do with people using it as TikTok sounds. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think that's why like her streaming numbers are so incredibly high. Yeah. Especially when I think that's what I was trying to get at when I compare that to where she ended up charting at. I mean, she's like, I mean, like we said, her first album is the most streamed album by female artist ever. It was still in the top five, like every day until Cardigan came out by Taylor Swift a month ago and knocked yeah. it out. Her future nostalgia album has been in the top three since it came out. And she's like the third most streamed artist on Spotify this year. So yeah, she, yeah it's crazy. It's yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I, I think that, yeah, I'm like you said, I think TikTok played a huge role in, in doing that. I think that's another a very viable option for people trying to make music you know it used oh, to be yeah. youtube and then it was used to be soundcloud and now it's now it's tiktok, TikTok. <laughs> so that's that's really interesting so uh let's get to the part that everybody's here to hear okay um our personal top five songs okay from dua lipa 
So go ahead and go ahead and hit me with your number five. I feel like we didn't talk about future. I just want future nostalgia. We didn't talk about enough, but I could talk, I could talk three hours about that album. But we'll get to it later, I guess, in a little bit. Number yeah, five we'll for me it comes off the future nostalgia album, Hallucinate. A banger. Top. I bet just a bang all around. Music video is very trippy. Looks like a Looney Tunes cartoon. It's Crystal Myth. Yeah. It's, it's a good time. It's a good time. I enjoy it. That's kind of what the vibe she's going for. This is her festival song off the album. That's a direct quote. Oh. So, you know, it's it's laps. So go ahead, sir, with your number five. My number five is gonna be uh Don't Start Now. It's, it's, I need I don't know what to say. Yeah, it's it, it's uh, the fact that's number five, that's not even in my top five. Really? Yeah. Wow, that hurts. Well, it is. Well, actually, the last so the last time we did it, I actually didn't have any of her like really popular songs in my top five. And so I felt bad about it. So I felt like I need to add a Okay, one of her, one that's of right. Her I feel like I remember bangers. Hallucinate was not, I don't know if it was my top five. Don't Start Now was in my top five last time. And my, now it's not? No. My top <laughs> five is completely different. I did, I made I, the top two I kept in there just because I just had to. I want to point out to the listeners that only my number five song changed in my top five. It oh. used to be cool, and now it's oh, Don't Start God, Now. Cool is good. It's also not my top five, though. Uh, anyways, number four to me. It's been, we already talked about it a good bit. New rules. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. This for this was previously my number two, guys. I mean, I don't I just we we've already said all the impressive things about it, but I mean it's just perfect song like just like bang out to on the radio. This, this was a really good radio song. I don't, it was. I don't even really know how to describe what that means, but you know what I mean. Anyway, sir. So over to you, number four. For me, number four. Number four is gonna be hallucinate. Oh Easily. hey. Yeah, love that song. A banger, as they say. Yeah, God. <laughs> we already talked about it. I can't talk about it again, but it hits. Number three for me, Levitating. I have news for you, Timothy. Oh, that yeah. is also my number three. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> this song, oh, man. I've been, so as I've been listening to Future Nostalgia for the past six weeks, like nonstop, I like get a new obsessed song. This is my current one right this now. your current one? It is. Gosh. Every time, I listen to it two times in a row, at least. As I'm, I'm like, go back, listen to that junk again. So, you know, since I stole your number three, though, you go ahead and hit me with your number two. My number two is going to be the one and only Good in Bed. Jonathan, breaking news. Also my number two. (laughs) (laughs) This is not fair. Your your top five list was so radically different last time. It's fun. It was. Good in Bed uh, has one of my favorite lines of all time in music, which was, I dedicate dedicate this this verse to all the good pipe in the the moonlight. moonlight. That kills me. The first time I heard that in the car, I busted out laughing. And I was like, this is 10 out of 10 riding Dua Lipa. Oh, point out, guys, we did not talk about this at all beforehand. But yeah, God, Good in Bed is so, so good. It's very good. It's it's not a very, I don't know how to, I want to be careful how I phrase this. It's not a very musically intelligent song. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. But it is a banger. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's like the definition of something that I would listen to. There's beauty times. in the simplicity of yes. this song, and I have listened to it a hundred times <laughs> at least. I was this was my first obsession on the album. I, I really I played this song over and over and over again. All right, well, go ahead and hit me with your number one. All right, going back to her first album. This was my number one before. Still is my number one. IDGAF. Ooh, that's uh, right. This this is this is easily my favorite song first, just because. When I go back to the first album, it's the first song I go to listen to. It's the last song I listen to when I listen to it. And in the middle, I go back, listen to it again. <laughs> this song, oh, Josh. I like, as you're gonna, as people are going to learn more about me through these podcasts, the female power songs 
really hit home for me. Yeah, they're you're you're a really big fan of those. I really love those. And this one, it's just it's. I mean, I mean a lot of her music is, but this one is, it's like the top. I mean, god dang, makes you just want to go punch a man somewhere after listening to this song. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so dead. Uh, my number one song is going to be Dua Lipa's favorite song from her Future Nostalgia album. Oh, yeah. Which is Love Again. Woo! Because that song is yeah absolutely incredible. Huge fan. I am a big... This is actually going to flow effortlessly into my next... What we're going to talk about next. Okay. I'm a big Jamiroquai fan. I don't uh-huh. know if you know about that, yeah, that yeah. about me. Um, but this song was like very, very... Jamiroquai in my head like every time I heard it I was like oh this is so good like I love like the newness you know like the freshness of it because you know all their songs are from the 90s yeah but anyway great song so effortless transition here uh into Jamiroquai slash that genre of music so let's talk about a little bit about how her sound has evolved over time right so the first album well the first album wasn't truly her sound in a lot of ways just because like she didn't write a lot of the songs. She has like okay. some songwriting credits on most of them, but not all of them. It was just kind of thrown together that like Warner Brothers, the record label she's with, needed a big female pop artist. Mm. So they were just like, we have all these different files of songs. Which ones do you like? Here we go. Let's make an album. Let's, yeah, get, yeah. You, let's, get, let's promote you. Let's get you out there. So I think, that's why I think when I listen to the first second album, there's such a huge discrepancy, I think, in the types of like style of music and the whatever, the, just the vibe and sounds. So I think the second album is really what we should expect Dua Lipa's music to sound like, which as as I say that, I just like, I grin because... I know, I'm excited. That's amazing. Love, I love her second if album I so can much. get four more, if I can get four or five more albums, like... Mm. Wow, four or five more albums? That's, America. That is a tall order. I'm, I'm about to follow her on the road or something like that, goddamn. <laughs> She's doing, doing stuff like that. But yeah. So I recall... Okay, so I've, that's interesting. That's an interesting take. I had not, I had not thought about it that in that direction before. Um, I heard a comment that she made in an interview, and I can't find the interview, and it's going to sound like hearsay, but that's fine. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I was on the road, and I was listening to the radio, and I was listening to this interview, and she said that she likes how her music doesn't really fit into a genre. Yeah. And, like, you know, it's hard to, like, put her music into a genre, especially in future nostalgia and, and that kind of thing. And I was sitting there in my mind and I was like, well, it's easy to put it to a genre. I mean, it's like it's like disco pop. Like that's not a you know, it's easy. But I feel like in most I don't want to say kids because that could make me sound like an old man. (laughs) But most people nowadays that are in, you know, their teens and 20s that listen to her music do not have a strong disco background. As I do, Naturally. you know, what I'm saying natural, you know, an average listener, yeah. And so I feel like it would be easy to be like, you know, what this is. It's like, I mean, it's obviously pop music, but yeah, yeah. you know, like the other subtleties of it, you know, it's like hard to place. Like I don't know, sometimes it sounds you know, like this or like this. But for me, I was just like, oh, it sounds like disco. I mean, it sounds like Jamiroquai had a a child. You know what I'm saying? And so I was like, oh, it's just you know, it is what it is. Which I thought at the time that I was having a great musical revelation. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I mean, obviously. <laughs> I was not. I was not the first person to have that thought. Uh, actually, most music critics who, yeah, like, you know, reference her As music, we, yeah, talk about how it is disco, disco. And so every I was, single I was one of very, them. Every single one. And I was very disappointed by <laughs> when I learned that I was not a musical genius. But it's all right, you know. 
That happens to all of us. We can't all be musical geniuses. All right. That would can't be a very be boring world. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this reminds me, though. This makes me think this is why. America, I just figured out the mystery. Why there is no audio file for our first podcast that we did at Dulipa. Because we were talking about her her inspirations, like rap and hip hop. And yes. Disco. And I okay, here okay. <laughs> we're gonna no, we're gonna I'll I'll say it again because I'm I'm not that offended by or not embarrassed by it. <laughs> so she said that the first the second album had a lot of rap and hip hop influences. Yeah. yeah. That was like her main thing. Yes, was that, and I was sitting there, and I was like, Dua, this does not sound like rap. What kind of rap are you talking about? But then I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? British people do rap differently. <laughs> no, you said British people, maybe British people don't really know what rap is. No, 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 no. <laughs> I said that they do it differently. They have their own little subgenre of sure, rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was thinking, I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense, because like growing up where we did in the South, like, yeah, you know, yeah. what rap is like. ATL, you know what I'm saying? Like right, that. Right. We know Trend, what rap but... sounds like, but that's not may not be what rap sounds like to her. Huh. Um, but anyway, all that to say, that was my uh, my hot take for the first <laughs> recording. <laughs> the British people do not know rap. That's not what I said yes, at it is. all. Oh, but it's fine. It's fine. All that to say, Future Nostalgia is super disco influenced. Yes. And yeah, I will not to be told point. differently. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, as soon as, especially when you get like to the meat of the album. When you get to like levitating to like good in bed, all those songs just make me want to put on some roller skates and like skate around yes. under a disco oh, ball. Absolutely. That some hardcore skating songs. For sure, for sure. But do you think that it's more do you think that the themes like lyrically between the two albums are consistent? Yeah, I think eh, Yeah, for the most part. I mean, I think Future Nostalgia is obviously is really leans heavily into female empowerment. Right, like I mean, the fur the bookends of the album, Future Nostalgia, and then Boys Will Be Boys. Those two songs are just very much like, be be proud to be a woman, go out do big things, you know. Don't let the man hold you down figuratively and literally, you know. You're right, right. <laughs> so right, and there's there is a lot of that in her first album, but it's just like the delivery in the first album is just kind of all over the place. Whereas I think the second album is Future Nostalgia is very consistent all the way through. So I actually have a quote from her okay. um, that she gave to Variety magazine. She said, "I think it I was trying to it was trying to make the record sound as cohesive as possible so that it all feels part of the same story. And alongside yeah. the bass and multiple songs, I also have strings and multiple songs. I wanted to make this really organic and having a lot of live instrumentation. It's a very happy album. This album is purely about dancing and having fun and being free and being in love. Could not say it better myself. Yeah, I mean, so, that I, mean I, I would agree. I think that she nailed it. Um, yeah." The bass lines, the strings, they are all very, oh, very strong. The, the side note of that being bass lines and strings, also a big part of disco music, but that's fine. I've said enough about it. Uh, <laughs> but I, yeah, I mean, I would agree. I think that it's very, yeah, I mean, it's festival, yeah. club, you yeah. know, like that. It has much more of that kind of leaning than her first album. Her first album had some of that too, but again, yeah. I but her first album also had like ball, like a ballad. It had a, yeah, what had was a, that slow ballad? Gardens? Is that what the one? Yeah, that sounds right. I struggle to remember, but I, I just remember listening to that song and I was like, this does not sound like Dua Lipa no. at all. Yeah, Garden, yeah. Which I guess that makes sense, you know, considering it was Warner Brothers just trying to pump out a, a pop artist. Yeah. That's interesting. So uh, having discussed her, her albums, what, what is your favorite album? Uh, Future Nostalgia, Jonathan, believe it or not. <laughs> it's my favorite album of hers. Believe it or not. 
Uh, Future Nostalgia is also my favorite album. I think I only like maybe one or two songs from the first album, to be completely honest with you. That's, see, that's just that's lunacy. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I just, I'm not a huge fan. I don't really love the first album. I mean, I think the, fir- the first album, is, I, looking, looking at it now from like looking back at it, it very clearly is what we talked about. Them just trying to pump an artist out. Yeah. And there's like 17 songs on there. It'd be very easy to cut four or five. Which I'm sure everyone out there is, you know, their favorite song on the album. There's somebody out there for every single song, but like, oh, for sure, you could cut four or five very easily. That's, and it would just sound more cohesive. Yeah, I, I, I think I would agree with you. But to say there's only one or two good songs on there is lunacy. I there's a reason there's one or two good songs. It's the most streamed female artist album for a reason. There are bangers on there. Yeah, but what a fourth of those those streams is from New Rules. I mean, okay. And another fourth is from IDGF. And what's your point? <laughs> <laughs> it is not. I, don't, I feel like that song is not as popular as you think it is. But anyway, uh, so now we've talked about our favorite album. Okay. <laughs> what are you, some, some unanswerable questions, slash what ifs, slash et cetera. I mean, we already talked General about the TikTok discussion. thing. I think that, that, was, that was my big one. Is like the biggest. I, she, I think it's clearly she's the biggest winner of like the TikTok generation so far. Oh, for sure. I think as, yeah, like, the an biggest artist. artist that's come out from tiktok but she didn't come from tiktok i know like, I'm, I'm sorry to You're like right. springboard her career yes correct yeah i don't even know of like another i can't even think of another person who compares yet so where would you as we're looking at like the the queens of pop right now where do, where do you think dua lipa is on this list for you right now yeah i don't know i mean as much as I would dislike, I don't. I have to do research for these kind of things. I feel I'm sorry. Like I can't just throw out names because then I'm going to be wrong, and I don't like doing that. I mean, I've gotten really. I'm not. I've not tweeted about it yet, but I have gotten deep diving into the threads, the arguments between the Ariana Grande, Selena Gomez fans of the world, Lady Gaga fans of the world. Well, Selena Gomez is not. So, well, yes, I y'all need to give that one. Up. I honestly don't even know what the argument is for her fans. I mean, I I respect and appreciate that you love her so much. I, I don't know what the argument is when I look at whoever, in, not anybody else, but almost anybody yeah, else. Yeah, I mean, I this is not Selena Gomez podcast. We're not no, going to get into not. that. But um, yeah, I mean, I it's going to be hard for me to, to guess. I guess like r- right now being like this moment in time or right now being like the last 10 years. Uh, 10 years is too far. Okay. I'd say the last like three, oh, like okay, three okay, to five okay. years. I was trying to decide if I needed to think about Katy Perry or not. I mean, her smile album is doing very well. Yeah, but I guess is I just feel like are it's we not calling doing Taylor as well Swift as... pop? Ugh, I don't know. Because I mean, yes. So it is that is what she is, right? But so. I, I just don't for some reason like her fans will never get in these arguments. Well, that's because you only ever see her as the what first album Taylor Swift was the name of that album. First of all, we're not talking about country Taylor Swift because we'll be here all day. <laughs> But yes, first album Taylor Swift through like red, <sighs> America. Timothy has a huge is a huge fan of Taylor Swift pre pop. Yeah, but well, that's not true. I like some of her pop stuff. But anyways, 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 anyways. anyways. But you're I, right. I feel like it. It would have to be. I mean, it would have to be Taylor Swift. I feel like the, yeah. the sheer amount of success okay. that she's had, it, it's hard to argue against. Um, but I mean, again, also off the top of my head, I don't know. It yeah. depends on the age demographic too. I also feel like most of Taylor Swift fans are older now. Yeah, that's fair too. I feel like a lot of that's the, true. If if I pulled a high school and I said who's your favorite pop art or not who's your favorite who do you think is the most popular pop artist you know yeah in your high school I mean I feel like it would be Dua Lipa. Okay, 
I, just, I can't think of another. I mean, I think there'd be I a mean, lot you, of Ariana you think, Grande you think stuff. 15, yeah, that's true. Ariana Grande is a good one. I just I can't see 15-year-olds listening to some Katy Perry. That just feels like way after that their does, time. That does, that does not feel correct. Also, this, right before their time, I mean. This means Rihanna needs to release an album and reclaim her throne. We're not going to talk about this. <laughs> We're not going to talk about this. Uh, let's talk a little bit about her, the awards that she has won. All right. Uh, as we've brought up previously, she is the most streamed female artist on Spotify with, at the time of writing that I could find, the most recent number was 7.22 billion streams, which is just crazy. A ridiculous amount of success mm. listens. I don't even know. And I'm like a seventh of that. <laughs> <laughs> One billion streams were done by this podcast, so you're welcome, Dua. Yep. Write a check. <laughs> Please. Uh, <laughs> she has been nominated for a total of 163 awards, and she's won 52. So that's pretty good, especially yeah, yeah. for only having two albums, only being around for the last three years. I mean, when you think about somebody like Justin Timberlake, what well, his his nominations were in the 500s. Yeah. I mean, she's... A third of the way there, yeah. She's also a third of the way there on the album total, though, too. Or, uh, that's that. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. All right, I'll, I'll give it to you. That's fair. But I mean, I'm just saying. But but again, I mean, if she ends up with Justin Timberlake level success, I mean, that'd be incredible. If, if oh, don't do this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she has won two Grammys. Yeah, yeah. Um, she was actually the first female artist to receive five nominations in a single year at the Brit Awards, and she's won three Brit Awards. Yeah. Um, she's won one VMA for physical. What, what were the two Grammys she won? Uh, the two Grammys that she won, she won Best New Artist uh, in 2019, okay. and she won um, a Grammy for Best Dance Recording with Electricity, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. which was a collaboration with an artist called Silk City. Okay. Cool. Go off. Yeah. So, anyway, sorry to interrupt you. So she said anyway. one one VMA. I think that's where we left off. Yes, one VMA. She got that physical. Was the VMA that she got for that? Um, and she has three global awards, which is British Radio Awards. Um, oh, so it's pretty cool. I mean, she's obviously you know being British herself. That's obviously you know the big country. Yeah, yeah. She's I mean, yeah, dominating. Um, but I mean, still very successful in general. I mean, she's obviously worldwide popularity. Yeah. Multiple countries that she's gone gold and platinum in from her, I mean, first two albums. So, I mean, I I would say if you gave me the option of having the beginning of Dua Lipa's career or having the beginning of my own career and tossing the dice, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm taking Dua Lipa's career 10 out of 10 times. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I, so, I mean, an incredible out the gate performance yeah. from Dua Lipa for sure. I mean, yeah, we're talking we're, all this again is just three years, three years of her being out there. Yes, it's very good. It's very yes. good. Mind boggling. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the best where we put her in our best artists in of all tiers. time. rankings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so let's let's talk a little bit about the tiers. Okay. Um, we have the way we do it on this podcast is we have five tiers yep. that we're going to put all of our artists that we talk about into one of these five categories. Uh-huh. So the categories from the bottom we're starting with hot stuff yep this is your one hit wonders your people that are popular for a year yeah you know yeah those those kind of thing um then we have our superstars which are you know one to two great albums 
very popular for a certain amount of time, maybe like five yeah. years, you know, span. Um, a Hall of Fame, that's our next level. Hall of Fame is, is one of those things where it's, a, it's impressive if you get in, but it's also not super difficult. So we have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have, uh, we have people that are you know popular for you know ten or so years at least, right? You know, strong popularity. You have to, yeah, you have to, you have to have been around the block a few times. Yeah, solidify yourself um, as a, a very large artist for a long period of time. Uh, the next one is a generational talent, which is obviously by the name a talent that spans multiple generations. Yeah. Um, last week we put Justin Timberlake in the generational talent category That's because right. I mean he's been making bangers since the nineties. Um, and I mean, he's I've, I've had strong popularity for 20 years. He's still around. Well, I mean, less yeah. than 20 years. I mean, so he's he's still going. So he's he's a good example of a generational talent. Yeah. Um, where, you know, you just have, as I said, music reaches multiple generations, all around great artists. And finally, the top of our tier list, the timeless talent. This yeah. is, as Timothy likes to say, you can't tell the story of. Yeah, music. you can't sell the story of music without talking about this. Without person. talking about this person, yeah, um, you know, it's a, they're they're necessary. So, as we've discussed these options, where would you personally rank Dua Lipa? So, as of today, time of recording at this current time, I think she's like the perfect definition of superstar. Yep, I would agree. I think I mean just like if when future podcasts, when if you want to know like what is, what is a superstar, Dua Lipa right now is is yep. the perfect example. I mean, just two albums, even though they're great and incredible. She's done a lot of great numbers already. Obviously, it's just too early for me to put her any higher. Yeah, I mean, it's it's difficult to say, especially just because of how, like you said, how young her career is. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to I tell. I mean, for her to already be in our superstar tier in a few years is, is good stuff. That is a good start. Because as future artists we talk about, that have been around about the same amount of time, they are not at this tier yet. Correct. Correct. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it's very impressive that she's yeah. even in superstar. I mean, I am... The more research I did, the just the more blown away I got. So do you think that she has longevity in her career? Where, where do you think she's going to end up, if you had to give a best guess? Uh, this, is a, this is a loaded question. Because I think as we've, as I've, we've done, been doing this, even though this is only the second episode or whatever, this is like our, we've recorded more. Yeah, I was going to say, this, this is actually like our sixth. But. <laughs> so I've been able to do a lot of more research into like other artists, and that third album seems to be like the make or break you yeah know? we're like a big album we're like you're either this is where you flatline and you're in this superstar tier and maybe you'll sneak into our hall of fame tier or you jet off and then you become rihanna you know yeah which i feel the need to point out in the music industry really your big album is your sophomore album which is your second album well yeah because there are obviously hundreds of thousands of first album artists yeah. that put out a first album and, right you know, basically like your success is hinges on your second album but i think i agree with you i think if you if you make it past that roadblock of the second album yeah and then you get to your third album that's another I don't, that's I think, another like big yeah. thing i, I don't I think, think we'll anyone, know we'll know who you are as an artist what you're gonna do i think after three albums yeah exactly i don't think anyone releases three successful albums and then people are concerned about the future of their career exactly you know what i mean like i feel like after three it's like okay yeah you're fine you're you're gonna make you know five to six albums and it's gonna be you know fine yeah it's gonna be great We're so what, what what are you what are you thinking you're you, you feel like the she got the third album in the bag i want to believe man <laughs> i really really want to believe i mean we're gonna as another artist we talk about in the future I think I already mentioned her, Rihanna. If I when I look at Rihanna's numbers from her first two albums, and I look at Dua Lipa's numbers from her first two albums, they're very comparable. And Rihanna is the eighth best-selling artist of all time, whatever it is, or in the top eight, whatever it is. 
I'm not saying spoiler that, alert. I'm not saying that's who she's gonna be, but I think like Rihanna's third album was Good Girl Gone Bad, right? Which is so like I'm not saying Dua Lipa needs to do that level because if she for, if she releases that level of an album next time, Jonathan, I'm I'm sorry guys, like I'm moving. I don't know where I'm moving to, <laughs> but like my life has to be dedicated. Yeah, but see, you say that, but her Rihanna's first two albums though they did not have the success that Dua Lipa's first two albums have had. No, I mean, I mean, Music of the Sun versus her self-titled Dua Lipa's self-titled album is just like night and day. I, mean, I don't think Dua Lipa, so. I think Dua it's Dua just different. already miles ahead. Yeah, yeah. But that's my my concern is has she already has she already peaked? Peaked. Is, that's my concern at this too. Point? Like, is this? The, Are we gonna look back at like? I, I do have a lot of concerns that like she's gonna be the big what if. Yeah, I just I'm I'm worried because in my I always see artists as like having like a, a little slope. Yeah. Of like where they begin at one place, they kind of go up to a peak and then they taper off. Right. But like with people like Dua Lipa, who seem to come in swinging yeah. at like the top or near the top, I, that just concerns me because I feel like I'm witnessing, I may be witnessing the top of their career yeah. and I'm just not, you know what I'm saying? There's definitely going to be a decline at some point. But I think yeah, it's yeah. like if we have one more level to go, like is her next album go up one more little tier on that bell curve? Right. Then I think then we know that like she's gonna end up in the at least in the generational tier. <sighs> wow, that's big. I, I mean, yeah. I don't know how if she releases big. another album at this level or higher. I just don't know how we. Even if she tapers off, it's not like oh she's gonna if she releases another big album that's huge. It's not like her fourth album is gonna be like a huge flop. Yeah, no matter how bad it is. That's true. Because just by her name, it'll do well at least for a few weeks. You know, looking at you, Justin Timberlake. Um. I, I think that <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Got hot in here. Um I, I don't know. I, I don't think I can put her up to gener I don't think she's gonna make it to generational, to be honest. I think she's gonna be a solid Hall of Famer. Do you? I think she's gonna have a solid, you know, like seven to ten years of, of music popularity and I get, that's gonna be it. This gen I mean I Not could see her seven. being I would like say five to seven years actually. The people the people that are the age of like, I don't know, like fifteen to twenty five. I could see Dua Lipa being like their Katy Perry. Like that's her floor. Like people that are like our age and a little older. Yeah. I think like Katy Perry still does well in our, in like people a little older than us and, a little, and around our age. But I could see, I guess that would be her floor. I think is like okay. Dua Lipa's the Katy Perry. Okay. Interesting. That's an yeah. interesting take. I yeah. Mean, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see the future of her yeah. career. I'm very interested to see how it goes. Yeah. I'm, this is I'm, definitely somebody like I am going to be checking in on like what are you doing i'm gonna be watching pretty closely here in the next like two years yeah like what I'm, happens i'm interested to see in the long not necessarily the long long run but in the long run of you know next year and the year after how this album does yeah in general yeah um, because i mean it, it's done pretty well but i mean again it's only been like seven months right um and so i'm i'm kind of worried about the i'm, I'm kind of worried that maybe we have already seen the peak maybe dua lipa was the peak and this is like going to take a step down in the long. And so I'm just kind of, yeah. I mean, to us personally, it, it took a gigantic leap. But up. yeah, yeah. But like as but far as numbers, <laughs> as wise. far as the, the general world is concerned, that's what I'm kind of afraid of. I don't, I think that'd be the one thing on her future nostalgia job. I mean, it doesn't have the new rules song on there. I don't think Yeah, it doesn't have that transcendent song that when you look up best of 2020 or best of 2010s, like new rules is going to be on every single one of those lists. I don't know if she has a song on this album that's going to be on those list. Well, she has Break My Heart and Don't Start Now, which I mean, are yeah. very, both very popular, very popular radio songs. So 
That's just it's too I mean, early for me to know though. Yeah, like, I mean they don't have new rules level of popularity yet. But I mean again, it's still early, as we've said. Yeah. So right. I think I think there's a lot of there's a lot of what if, you know, going into her <laughs> going into her future of her career. Yeah. But it'll be interesting. We'll watch your career with great interest. Yes. Lipa. Absolutely. Watch very closely. But uh yeah, all right. We'll see you guys next week. Next Wednesday. We'll right. be back. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining us this week on the Duly Noted Podcast. We will see you guys next week on Wednesday. Remember, you can follow us on Instagram at Duly Noted Pod for some behind-the-scenes action or just staying up to date with what we're doing. Or you can send us an email at dulynotedpod at gmail.com. We appreciate your support, and if you love us, give us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, five stars, five stars, or wherever you can find us. We will see you next week. <laughs>